Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftRootSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brood Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. You guys are very big disappointments to me. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the most disappointing craft beer and sports show that you'll find, Craft Root Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, my main man, Scott. The man behind the computers is Joe. It's Craft Root Sports. Scott, are you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge? I'm ready to disappoint Drew one more time. <laughs> Dude, I'm so mad that I, I heard that voicemail last week, like after the show, because he had called in right as we were getting off the air last week, and I saw that voicemail come through because it does the text. Uh-huh. 
and I read it, and I was like, Voice the text. "Oh man, I wish I wish we could have just had time to just play it before." But I was like, "No, we'll save it for next week." <laughs> So shout out Drew for that awesome voicemail. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a, an awesome show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about some World Cup. We got some uh, NBA free agency rumors. Oh, so many free agency rumors. It has been crazy today. And crazy. wild wild stories on Upper Deck, as always. Uh, yes, as always. Uh, we got an awesome beer that we're drinking. I can't wait to. I've been. This is the first time I've held off tasting a beer before the show. You're, you're in for a treat. It's going to be a good I took one. my first sip and wow. Well, before we get into the beer, let's talk about the uh, Motherfucker of the Week nominations this week. Uh, Scott, I will let you go first and uh, let us know who is the first option for Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, The first option is quite the doozy (laughs) because it's not even an athlete. It's a friend of an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Mike just had his first sip of beer. (laughs) He wasn't wasn't really excited about the friend of the athlete. He was excited about the beer. Uh, Anyway, one of uh, Boston Red Sox. Does he still play for the Red Sox? They released him or something weird. Yeah. Anyway, former ML beer, current free agent, Hanley Ramirez. (laughs) Uh, He had a friend who uh, got pulled over by police on his way to Boston. And, well, rather than... uh, tell the truth about what he was doing, he decided he was going to tell the FBI agents that pulled him over that he was taking a shipment of drugs to Hanley Ramirez, who was a drug kingpin. Seems legit. Seems legit. Uh, Totally made it up. Hanley Ramirez had nothing to do with it, but, you know, when in doubt, when the FBI pulls you over and you got an assload of drugs in your car, blame the most famous person you know. It's such a way to burn a bridge, too. Like Burn a bridge? Like, that, that's enough to get you murdered. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that I, I don't think Hanley Ramirez has the... I guess he's got the means to have somebody murder, but... Oh, no, he's from he's from the Dominican. He, yeah, he's got the they means can make to, it, they to, can to make get it disappear. done. Uh, but yeah, what a dick move, man, to, oh, to be like... Such a dick I know Hanley Ramirez. He's a drug kingpin. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't even ask you about Hanley, Uh, sir. Did you know you were speeding? It's the forty, and you're going forty-five. Yeah, but Hanley Ramirez, he's a drug kingpin. Dick move, bro. Uh, So that dude, which we don't even know his name, he's just the friend friend of Hanley Ramirez, quote unquote friend. Uh, He is going up against Lawrence Taylor. LT came out this week. Uh, TMZ asked him his thoughts on Tampa Bay quarterback Jameis Winston and all the issues that he's Uh, going through. Nonstop. Uh, LT said that. Jameis Winston needs to start making better life decisions. The beacon of truth, Mr. Crackhead himself, yep, LT. Dude, the dude who fucked a 16-year-old girl is going to oh. be the one passing judgment saying oh. that Jameis Winston... Now, some people are going to take it as, he's been there. He knows what he's doing. No. No, man. If you've Some guys in life just don't need to give anybody an, else advice. If you're an adult and you fucked a 16-year-old girl... It, you just I don't say anything to nobody. <laughs> I just want to be in the corner over here and not. Hey talk LT, to we want your opinion. No, I'm good. Nope. LT, who? I'm not him. I do. <laughs> I'm not Lawrence Taylor, dude. I read up on some of the things that he got busted for during his playing. He showed up at a, a meeting one time with handcuffs on. Yeah, from hookers. Like they were hookers. Yeah. He also. I read that. I remember reading that story. He said in his uh, in a book that he wrote. He said that he used to. Like pay for hookers and send them to opposing teams' hotel yep. rooms the night before games to try to tire people out. Mm-hmm. So LT, all your stats voided because it's. it's <laughs> and, if, and if anybody knows cheating, it's Mike, so he can void out some stats. <laughs> Those are your motherfucker of the week nominees. Uh, the poll is available on our Facebook page. Head on over there and cast your vote for either Hanley Ramirez's quote unquote friend or LT for coming out and saying that Jameis Winston <laughs> needs to make some better life decisions. 
You ready to talk about this beer, man? Oh, I am, dude. I've never been so excited about an IPA on the show before. So this I is really this haven't. was a Tavor beer, and again, Tavor's descriptions just sell it. This one, the email heading sold it because the email heading was the people versus O Juice, <laughs> uh, and that's what this beer is. This is O Juice Double IPA from Three Magnets Brewing in Olympia, Washington. Um, there, so this is a very orange juice heavy beer. They basically say it's like drinking orange juice. Um, it's, and the weird thing about it, from what I can tell, the flavor doesn't come from them adding a bunch of oranges in the brewing process. It's just the way that they arrange the hops. It's kind of like what Scott was telling us, uh, about how he can like make you s- taste something just using s- seasoning and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's what they did here using a combination of Simcoe, Cascade, Citra, and Amarillo hops. It gives it this very citrusy flavor. Uh, there's an orange zest flavor at the end of it. I've only gotten a little sip, so I'll take one. You go ahead. Give your initial thoughts. The smell on this is fantastic. It smells exactly what you would think orange juice beer would smell like. I mean, it's amazing. And I could smell, when, when I first poured it in, I'm like, okay, I can smell oranges. And it has a little, little hint of pineapple scent in there. Like, it smells exactly like one of the best orange juices out there, was, which is one of those Tropicana mixes that has that pineapple and maybe <laughs> banana. Delicious. But first sip, incredible. Yeah, uh, this is a double IPA too, which eight point two percent. I don't taste any hops. No, this is the best it type is, of IPA. It is unreal that they are able to combine these hops and get this flavor. It, so I know we've talked in the in the past about IBUs not being a really good mm-hmm. measure for beers. This is a forty IBU beer, uh, which. It, Low. You don't really know. But. Like it's okay. That's a forty IBU, but it could still be kind of bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bitter at all. Like it there's not a really single does. stitch of bitterness in it. That's that's the weirdest part. I mean, a double IPA with all those different hops, and I can't tell that there's hops. If if you poured this, if you did a blind taste test on this, I would probably say it was some type of wheat beer. To be honest with mm, you, mm-hmm. like a, a zesty orange wheat beer. Yeah, because that's what. That's what it tastes like. Joe, you're the IPA uh, guru at the table. What are your initial thoughts on this one? This is good. (laughs) (laughs) Joe brings the heat. I forgot. By the way, I forgot. Hey, Joe, how's it going, man? Hey, guys. There it is. All right. That's my bad. That's my bad, man. I apologize for that. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, O-Juice is the name of this one. Uh, We will see how it holds up, but I think Uh, you can can probably tell. Oh, we can call it. I, I can't imagine this beer getting any less we'll see we'll see because that's the thing you always say that you're like oh this is and then by the end you're like that's not the flavor that it was there at the beginning true so we'll see how this one holds up all i know (laughs) is that i'm disappointed that we only had one i know we should have totally (laughs) got disappointed Uh, i got the one definitely screwed up on that one all right let's get into upper deck sounds good and upper deck as always brought to you by minuteman tickets owned by a couple of local ohio dudes who are sports fans just like all of you minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market these guys are all about honesty all the time every time someone has a better price they'll tell you straight up but minuteman isn't just sports or concerts they'll help you out with tickets to literally any event you want they'll even sell your tickets for you and with college football right around the corner be sure to hit up minuteman for all of your osu football ticketing needs go like them on facebook where they do weekly giveaways of merchandise, sports and concert apparel, and obviously tickets. Uh, and check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or call them at 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. That's 614-943-3000. All right, we're going to kick off Upper Deck with an uh, update to a previous story. And, uh, well, in case we didn't know, the, the NFL is stupid. Yeah. 
They, everybody should what? hate them. Yes, everybody should hate them. So. <laughs> We, we, we did say this was coming, though, when we first talked about the story a few weeks ago. Um, you guys remember the story about the Chiefs lineman that uh, got his doctorate? He's officially a doctor. LDT? Yeah, an MD. And uh, he had LDT, MD? Yeah, he had it's petitioned. A lot of letters. It is a lot of letters. <laughs> but he had petitioned the NFL to put MD on the back of his jersey, and they basically said, uh, we're not sure, but uh, we're, we'll talk about it. It should be all right. Well, they came back this week and basically gave no answer. They had a chance to have a good story, and instead they just said, nah, we're going to take a pass on this. So, idiots. Yeah, so DuVernay, Tardif, on the back of his jersey, it'll just say that. No good reason, and this was an easy one. This was a slam dunk for the NFL to just get some little bit of goodwill. Like It yeah. would mostly go unnoticed, if, especially if you're not a fan of the Chiefs. Well, but, it wouldn't go unnoticed because you know they'd bring it up every single game, which is a good thing. Every, you should. Well, well, yeah, but every single game that the Chiefs play. So if you're right, not watching right, a Chiefs right. game, you're generally probably not going to see it. But I'm saying it wouldn't have become like national news. Unless right. you're a, a really big study of the game, you probably wouldn't. It, it might not come across your radar. But right. – for fans who are generally like me, who are generally just you know bitter about the way the NFL handles everything and their PR decisions, I make, <laughs> this was an easy one to be like, you know what? Good for you, NFL. Yeah, you screw would, up a lot of things, but you got this one right. I would love to see this dude legally change his name to add MD at the end yes. of his name, and then they can't turn him down. Well, because they allow dudes to have, to have like senior and junior and on the their third, name. Yeah, so when why? they opened up that can of worms, you kind of right. you kind of opened yourself up to this type of thing. And I know that those are legal titles, and this technically isn't that. But I mean, it's it's nothing. It's not harming anybody by doing right. it, and it's something that you have to work really hard to achieve. You think that the NFL would celebrate something? That's like that. the thing. But they like, would want more right. guys who they they could use him as an example. And be like, yeah, I mean, this is the type of player, quality player, quality person that the NFL pr- produces. Well, when you think about how the NFL raises up Pat Tillman and and right. his sacrifice, and they keep talking about that, which you know obviously is a, a one of those stories you want to bring up all the time, and the fact that he turned down his NFL career to go serve his country and like they keep bringing that up this is the same in the same vein Absolutely. you know of of here's a positive story of one of our athletes it's so stupid of them to not see this through and allow him to put it on the back of the who jersey. will make a much greater impact after his nfl career is over and instead they just want to ignore it <laughs> meanwhile they let fucking chad johnson change his name to ocho cinco and put that on the back of his jersey Jesus. i, did, I uh, completely forgot yeah thinking about that parallel but wow but he did change he legally changed his name so uh there there's the there's the rub ldt the just change sucks. it change the name and add it on so that they have to let i you would do totally it. buy That'd a be jersey if he did that all the team petty yeah, um, would be. by the way uh Robert Taylor from MMA to the Max podcast. Uh, if you guys haven't heard that before, make sure you check that out. They're on Facebook Live right after us. No, I think they switched to YouTube. Uh, go yeah. check them out. Uh, he said about this beer plot twist, it's just a bad batch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually a really good plot <laughs> twist. It would be really funny. Well, it's like we were talking about last week. They just screwed up and they were like, uh, oh, yeah. This is an orange juice beer now, and it's a limited run. We meant for that to happen. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, one of the big stories from the World Cup this week was South Korea's big 2 nothing win over Germany that knocked the defending champs out of the World Cup. Germany losing two games in the group stages. Uh, first round to uh, Mexico, and then this to uh, South Korea. So it was a big, uh, a big deal. <laughs> You're like, fuck them. I just, I just <laughs> registered. Uh, so going into that game, though, Mexico was leading the group. They had the best chance to move on out of anybody else in the group. Uh, the only way Mexico could have been eliminated was if they lost to Sweden by more than one and if Germany won by more than one over 
uh, over South Korea. So there was a lot that had to happen for Mexico to get eliminated. Um, but Mexico almost did. They screwed up pretty bad. They lost 3-0 to Sweden. Uh, so all Germany had to do was win, and they were going through. Uh, but luckily for Mexico, Germany shit the bed even worse. Uh, with time running out, I think it might have been in stoppage time, South Korea headed one through to, to take a one nothing lead, which pretty much cemented Mexico going through because at that point, the worst that was going to happen was Germany was going to tie it, mm -hmm. and Mexico was in on a tie. Uh, so Mexican fans were celebrating like crazy. We've seen videos of them like grabbing Korean people and throwing <laughs> them around and like being super excited. Uh, just a, a really good feel good story. Until some hosts on Telemundo got a hold of it. Uh, and now two hosts from a Telemundo morning show, Un Nuevo Dia, are under fire after celebrating the win by doing the slant-eye gesture uh, live on the show and holding it for like 20 seconds. Like they just kept doing it. Of course, thinking they were honoring Right. Them. Right. right. That's uh, so Telemundo has since released an apology. The two hosts have been suspended. Uh, come on. People, guys. Stop <laughs> doing that. I, it, I don't understand why that keeps happening. It happened. Who was the baseball player that got in trouble for that last year? Somebody did it to you, Darvish, and they it got was, caught. Uh, they yeah. got caught in the dugout. And, it was and like, I can't remember who it was, but I, I was thinking more of the, the Spain basketball team when they did Yeah. It. What the fuck? I forgot about that. That was one. the Holy first shit. one that jumped to mind when you had said something about the story. I thought Spain basketball team as a team did right. it. Right. And then, yeah, you, I forgot about the baseball thing with you, Darvish, but yeah. that happened last season. I mean, unreal. I just how, stop how doing it. Stop doing it. <laughs> it's so unreal to me that these guys will not stop doing the, the slant eye gesture. Uh, but those dudes are. Uh, suspended i don't know they probably won't get fired but uh yeah live tv just just don't do doing it. that move don't do it it's Unreal. not not cool it doesn't honor anybody <laughs> it's completely offensive no it's cool they this is what they look like <laughs> yeah they look like this jesus christ man all right well moving on we've got another follow-up <laughs> in the the week of follow-ups uh last week we talked about uh the petty houston rockets fans down there <laughs> giving aisha curry's restaurant that hasn't opened up yet Poor ratings and one-star <laughs> reviews uh, on various platforms. Uh, well, Mr. Curry, Steph Curry, caught, uh, caught wind of this, and he decided to go his own <laughs> route of petty. Uh, Steph took to Twitter, and he uh, tweeted out, quote, Hey, at Aisha Curry, I guess I'll have at Eat at Smoke in Houston to myself twice a year. Shrugging emoji. More ribs and shellfish and beretta and duck wings and instant bacon and salmon and Brussels sprouts and fried rice and mac and cheese and cornbread. And did I say ribs? For me, hashtag five star review, end quote. Cool, man. <laughs> so he basically cool. gave the restaurant Just, menu. Yeah. But okay, so out of this whole thing, the weirdest thing to me. They got fried rice at a barbecue joint place. That that's weird, right? That that's, was when I when I first read that. I thought I don't think I've ever been to a barbecue place with fried rice. Yeah, I there's not many barbecue places that have rice in any capacity. Yeah, let alone I, it's fried. like potatoes. There's mashed potatoes and like some type of potato. Bread, yeah, like there's but it's all rice. It's all starch and meat. But that's a very strange uh, thing to to have on the menu at this barbecue joint. Whatever they do. Aisha, Steph, don't slant your eyes yes, if you're trying to promote. Trying to promote the I'm fried so rice. Glad. Uh, Please, I don't know if I telegraphed do the joke or what, but that's exactly where I was going with it. Was just don't do it, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but there you go. You know, if you're gonna attack Steph Curry's wife, 
then know that he's gonna come at you hot, hot, and heavy, and, <laughs> and hit you with that that mean tweet. He went. See, he could have really gotten him too, and just been like, "I guess I'll celebrate uh, the next Western Conference Championship in Houston at this place." Just, yeah. to, I mean, that's if you're gonna go at him, go at him. Don't do this bullshit this about is, this. Is here's so the Steph. menu. But I was gonna say this was so Steph. It's like that stupid commercial that he's got now, where he's yeah, like, "I got car a bad side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. Some milk. Nobody believes that for a so, second. It's so cornball. He should just be chewing his mouthpiece the whole time in the car. <laughs> Fucking turd. All right, moving on here. Uh, there's a disturbing story that came out this week. There was a dead body that was found in the basement of Giants DB Janoris Jenkins uh, inside of his house in the basement. Um, Jenkins wasn't even in the state when it happened. And as of today, his brother has been charged with the murder of that person. It was a family friend that was living there um, and... Uh, horrible story all the headlines this week were dead body found in janoris jenkins house Uh, a lot of things that that went around around that uh so nothing really to joke about unless you're an anonymous person on the internet (laughs) those people you joke about about everything everything. uh because after the story broke someone went to jenkins's wikipedia page and added on june 26 2018 eli manning's career was found in the basement of jenkins's new jersey home (laughs) zing Oh man, that is cold blooded, dude. That's a, I mean, that's a tough one to joke about a day after it happens. I, yeah, I was gonna say the details hadn't even dropped yet, yeah. and they were already making jokes on Wikipedia yeah. pages and just taking down Eli for no good reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> collateral damage over here. This guy's bitter about the way Eli's played the last couple of years and just decided, I'm just gonna take this shot. I'm gonna drag his name into this really effed up situation with a murder involved. I mean, I don't really feel bad for Eli. The internet is just a field full of savages. <laughs> That's it. Just a field full of them. First of all, who thinks to do that? Like that's that the never crazy. I would have to me. never. But that, but that happens all the time on Wikipedia yeah. where people do that. Like, and it's like instantaneous. These people are sitting by their computer waiting for fucking yeah, shit to happen. They're like, I'm on it. <laughs> and then, like within minutes of the the announcement, like got a sick bird, and then it like stays. That's the that's the best part about it is people will change the Wikipedia page and then sit back and wait <laughs> because then it comes on and they're like, this has been here for four days, and they're like, how has nobody caught this yet? Ah, that's a that's some savage shit right there. People are dicks, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> Works for me. I'm fine with it. All right, uh, former Cavalier and like thirty other teams. Uh, Richard Jefferson uh, came out this week on Instagram. I think this actually might have been yesterday, uh, but he ended his friendship with LeBron James mm. in mm. a jokey fashion. Of nope. course, it was legit. <laughs> I like that Joe asked me that. By the way, when we was, um, when was Joe found this story, Joe was like, "He was kidding." Just so you know, I was like, "I fucking get it. I'm not an idiot." <laughs> but with free agency looming and everybody talking LeBron, uh, Jefferson took to Snapchat. And he posted, quote, <clears throat> it, it is was with- Instagram, not Snapchat, old man. Oh, Jesus, it's one of the grams I don't have. <laughs> uh, it was Snapchat. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, take a shot for damn trying it. to correct me on my own story. I fact checked that. And like, I, when you said that, I'm like, wait a minute. I no, actually Googled I, no. to make sure I didn't. I skimmed. Wrong. I skimmed. That's my <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Anyway, while uh, Mike's taking a shot, let me get back to the quote. Interrupting my reading. 
Uh, it is with great remorse that I am writing this. After many years as a peer and many years as a friend and teammate, I have decided to end my friendship with LeBron James. I am saying this publicly so that the fans and media members can please stop asking me where he is going in free agency. I don't know. My family doesn't know. And neither do my kids. Unfortunately, <laughs> I live in Los Angeles, so the questions are unavoidable. But hopefully this helps to clear things up. Truth be told, I never liked the guy. He works too hard. It makes the rest of us look bad. He's my son's favorite player, and I view that as a complete betrayal of how hard I've worked to put a roof over his head. I'm sorry I'm having to give this Drake response, but I feel like this is the best way to address this issue that I'm clearly losing also. I wish everyone the best of luck in free agency, teams, and players. Oh, and obscene gesture to Channing Fry. also just because. End quote. Man, Richard Jefferson, that's classic. That's really good. But if you think about it, so when he said something about his kids, I wonder how much these guys' kids get pestered by like the media and like people trying to figure this stuff Man, out. Man, when were those media reports out here about where LeBron's kid is signing up to play high school ball next year? You know that media members won't but stop that's at That's a little ask. different because No, I know least, it's a direct correlation right. to the story, but I'm saying you don't think that there's anybody that... You, you don't think that they'll try to get to LeBron's son's friends? Right. No, no, no. I get it. I, I'm just saying, like, you don't – I don't think about that. When I'm hearing all these stories about, like, the free agency and what's coming up, I don't and, think about no, the, know, the thought these, that they might be asking kids these, what the hell's these, going on. These reporters are trying to get Not to mention scoop. kids will fucking tell it. They'll, they'll spill that, it. Oh, yeah. Quick. Uh, remember the story we did about the the Indians re-signing? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in the yeah, booth on live yeah. TV before it had even been announced? <laughs> Kids will fuck up your world. Don't tell them shit. <laughs> I uh, walked in tonight and Jude told me you were on the shitter. Didn't even ask. <laughs> First thing he said, hi, Scott. Daddy's <laughs> pooping on the potty. Daddy go poop. All right. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Jude. <laughs> well, you know, that's my boy. He knows, he knows what's up. Uh, sorry, Scott Skrzewski said, how's Janoris Jenkins' brother, not a mother or the weekend at eight. Uh, a little peek be- behind the curtain, man. It's because we were doing the story. We like to keep the motherfucker yeah. of the week nominees separate from the stories that we do. And it was it's a better fit in upper deck than also if there. you commit murder, you're not just a motherfucker. You're a felon. So yeah, I mean, I mean you, you've got worse things to deal with than us calling you a motherfucker right. of the week if you're committing right. murder. Although it would have been good to put him up against Hanley Ramirez's friend, because then it could have been Hanley Ramirez's friend versus Janoris Jenkins's brother. Could have been a solid, solid two thing. Because eh, whatever. whatever, you know, hindsight. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for pulling that one and uh, and making us doubt everything we've done so far in our show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the last story here in Upper Deck. So apparently, the scientists that have created Tom Brady have tweaked his programming so that he actually acts. A little bit like a human. Bullshit. We've seen for years how he's just a robot, uh, but he is starting to be a little bit more. I think he's becoming sentient. He's like, <laughs> he's learning how to love, which is a little strange to see a, an android start to learn that. Um, they might have gone too far though, because old Tommy low key gave away pretty big secret on. Uh, it was actually on Instagram this week. And hey, when you fucked that up in the script, I did. You call me yep. out and then you end your own text. <laughs> You are, you're the motherfucker of the week. <laughs> wow. I was hoping you were paying attention. Oh, I'm to totally script. reading along. Uh, it was on Instagram this week. Uh, he he leaked out that he likes to eat booty. <laughs> so it started with Barstool Sports putting up a picture on Instagram of a hippo biting another hippo on the butt uh, with the caption, quote, as soon as Bay gets out of the shower... 
hashtag ass eaten season, <laughs> which is a fantastic hashtag. Uh, well done on that one. So obviously they get tons of likes on that. There's a lot of comments. Well, buried in the comments was Tom Brady and it's the blue check mark. Definitely Tom Brady's account. Uh, he had, it was a few oh, crying laughing emojis shit. and the word. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Inadvertently so, outing yourself is so the best. Confirmed, Tom Brady has tongue-punched Giselle, Giselle Bunjan's fart box uh, at least uh, once. Oh at least. Oh my god. And it was after a shower. There was... Oh, I'm in tears. <laughs> Hashtag ass-eating season. I... Oh my god, I'm gonna have to hashtag that for no good reason. Oh my god, that is the, that is the best. I'm just so glad this is. So for the record, this is the second time we've done a booty play story oh in Upper god. Deck. The first was uh, Gabrielle Union outing Dwayne Wade for liking his booty played with. She talked oh. about how guys never talk about it, but guys really do like getting their butthole played with. And now Tom Brady outing himself for eating that booty. Yep, he goes. <laughs> Tom Brady going ass to mouth uh, of, on his own. Like he does his own. Anyways, moving on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. It's been up for day. Up for day. Brought to you by Minutemen, who I'm sure they're very proud that we ended that Moving on. Before mentioning their names. <laughs> Minuteman tickets. Use the uh, code ass eaten season. <laughs> All your ticketing needs. Uh, guys, this is a very special show because it's been a while. We haven't done this since uh, before the 100th episode. Open it up with the phone lines. Phone lines are open. The 440 drunk line. I forgot what it was called. It's been yeah. so long. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't taken a call in a while. So 440-37-DRUNK, the line is open. Feel free to call in. Talk about whatever you want. You can talk about ass-eating season. You can talk <laughs> I would love it if every single person called in tonight just to talk about ass eating season. <laughs> like, just, you know our listeners. Just we just, super, we just provoked them. Just super hot takes about eating ass. <laughs> well, guess, guess what we're in for. <laughs> All right. Uh, first thing I wanted to talk about today was the launch of a very important league, everybody. The biggest. Uh, Undefeated, never lost. <laughs> the JBA launched this week. Yes, that is it, damn right. The air horn. Uh, this is LeVar Ball's oh, big baller man. brand league that he created to compete with the NCAA, and it was going to be the best league. Uh, that He knew it was all the big words. They were going to be fantastic. <laughs> They opened to about 13 people in the crowd and some of the worst basketball I have ever seen. I watched a video that was 54 seconds long and it contained at least 12 missed shots from both teams. It was didn't, awful. Didn't a dude drop fifty four points and the dude very first the game scores were crazy. unreal. Yeah, one forty four to one fifty. Yeah, there was no defense being played. Not a single. And it didn't look like it was basically like if you go to the Y and you watch a pickup game. Yeah, only with young dudes instead yeah, of old guys, guys who've with got rec skills. <laughs> I mean, relative. With guys. Relative (laughs) relative to the Y. They were bad. Okay. I mean, it was bad. Uh, This league, there is no way this... I don't even think it makes it through the summer. It is painful, dude. Mm. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Did you watch any of it, Joe? 
I just saw clips, but uh, his own son, Leangelo, the one that did not get drafted, say that it would be a complete step back and waste of time for him to play in his own dad's league. (laughs) Wait, what? Leangelo's out of the family. I was going to say, I was like, one of them is firing back. They've all been stone-faced and shut-mouthed. I'm sitting there thinking they've got a Joe Jackson situation. Nope, Leangelo's gone, man. He is He's going to disappear. Yeah, he is. Hanley's people are going to get him. (laughs) I mean, damn! You don't I didn't talk shit see about that. I didn't see that either. That is, uh, that's cold. That's man. the bigger story. One of the balls. Yeah, we, one of the balls. Let's talking shit. Joe buried the lead on this one. He could have like commented on this one when we were figuring out the show and just been like, "Yeah, by the way, Leangelo says this is a piece of nah, shit." He wanted me. to wait to have his moment of shine during the show. I, I totally get that. I, I, I'm not even mad at him. <laughs> I'm not even mad at him for that. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys hear this uh, information? Uh, just, just picked it up. Just, just came across my Twitter feed. Uh, I, is this is it only streaming on Facebook Live? Is that the only way to watch this? I mean, okay, there in, in the world, okay, wants uh, to sit and watch anything well, on Facebook Live, let alone a, a league like this. <laughs> oh, we can say that another word on YouTube. Yeah, that's why we moved to YouTube. Uh, Whoops. There was when I had scroll I had scrolled past and saw that it was on there. Mm-hmm. Fifteen thousand viewers at one point. Really? I mean, it was like the first game, so people are yeah, intrigued and they yeah. want to see. I think XFL now, numbers. Yeah, now that it's out there and you'll see fifteen people have viewers. Seen, it's going to be rough, man. Yeah. I and I. I mean, here's the shitty thing. I thought this was a a kind of a good idea. We both to have we like it was a great option. idea. Maybe force the NCAA's hand, but no, it, it's going to be bullshit and it's going to suck. Just Glorified like the big baller brand. Pickup. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll get it's better talent. It's a little disappointing. I, because I, mean, I still think the idea is solid, but I think the execution here is what's lacking. I think you need somebody who's a little bit more sane than LeVar running the operation and getting things kind of put in order. I mean, this seems... It, it, it seems like... A, a bootleg version of the XFL. Right. The XFL launched and it had some good ideas and there were some things that you see, but then it got cartoonish and, you know, Vince really didn't plan much and scrap plans along the way. I feel like if you could take this idea and put it in front of somebody who was really smart and who they could find a way to make this work, I just okay, don't but think you that say that it's not like this idea is new. Like, no, it's not new. So but, I the mean, people who are smart aren't, uh, they know it's not a good idea. They know that no. you're not going to be able to compete with the NCAA. Everything's not a good idea until it is. I mean, if you get smart enough people... <laughs> that's a room, fair point. You get enough smart people who like really focus on it and market it. Well, I mean, some people would say, Big Three, that'll never work. That league's pretty successful after one year. Uh, how much do you guys think tickets are going for? Oh, dude, they're ridiculously expensive. They have to be they're because like, the shoes are they're expensive. They're $40 to $100. That's unreal. And, okay, and there you go. Smart people wouldn't do that. But they're also, I saw that like uh, LeVar had a, a video where he was offering students at whatever school they were going to next. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was offering student tickets for like dirt cheap. So he's trying to get some I type mean, of... that's fine, but still... $40 if, to $100, though, is fucking ridiculous. For a startup league. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Smart people wouldn't do that. You would know that you can't introduce a product like this. Smart people wouldn't sell shoes for $500 either. Again, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you do, the guy who's running this operation is not a smart person. A businessman would know better for these things. It just There's a lot of like technical things that LeVar just doesn't possess that 
it's a great I mean, idea. How long until a story comes out that these dudes aren't getting paid? Like they don't get paid anything, and and oh. they're like suing Lavar mm, because he's not. That. He's clearly not making money on this. Another week. <laughs> like next week when the checks don't clear on Friday, they'll be like, "We ain't getting paid. The league might shut down in two weeks." This is gonna be worse than uh, Levar gonna be like, "Hey, y'all, I'm mailing them checks, but don't cash them shits until next month." <laughs> next, I just month. gotta, I gotta shuffle around some funds. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like I got it, but just <laughs> hold on to those checks. They're, they're they're dated for next month anyway, so you'll be alright. <laughs> Uh, Scott chimed in and said, honestly, that's what the XFL should have done, run against college instead of the pros. Yeah, I could see that argument. Although, I feel like college football is such a juggernaut, too. They're Uh, both, but I mean, there's more of an in. Again, it's just... The the idea just needs to be cooked longer. I mean, the XFL had great ideas and everything. It's just, they wanted to get it out, and they wanted to do it now, and it was just too fast, and they didn't think everything through. And I mean, you see that with them trying to relaunch it now. Right, they're they're taking their time on doing everything and trying to get it right. Vince now still doesn't know be, what he's doing. I was gonna say we still have no idea. Vince probably still doesn't have any idea, but it's, it's a good. better idea. We're gonna play football. <laughs> oh, cool. Do you, where are the teams? We don't know yet. What are the rules? We don't know yet. But people will stand for the anthem. <laughs> Trump will be a fan. We know that, and you'll know what it catches. All right, that's it. That's all you need to know. That's we'll all see you in three years. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it just you just have to have smart people <coughs> making the decisions, and they just don't. I mean, it's LeVar Ball. So yeah. This is, All right. as much as a great idea is, is probably doomed to failure. Should we play some bets on how long the uh, the JBA is, is going to last? Uh, between us? Like, I'm yeah, not between, doing it for shots. No, no, no. We'll just, yeah, uh, just, just, uh, just in general. Yeah, just throw it out there. Half a season. I mean, I don't, even, I don't, I don't even know, know their yeah, I don't know how long their season is. Half of whatever they plan to play is all they're doing. They plan I to play four games. Think, well, then well, got, and I think there's only four teams in the league. I don't even think there's well, that, that many that, that teams said, in the I, league. I didn't know what the starting point was, but half. All right. Oh, that's fair. Um, I'm going to say they make it through the summer. I'm going to give them to the end of August. So Whatever whole, that is. Whole, I mean, I would guess that would be a whole season. They got maybe. Be, I don't know. Maybe they only play one game every month. Who knows? The, Who knows what the schedule looks the like? The championship is August 15th. I'm going to say they get through that just because yeah, so they, they probably have full stuff. Season? Okay, they probably have stuff booked. And you can't back out yeah, at this point. That's true. And they'd have to pay all the vendors and all right. that stuff. And, yeah. and there's contracts with the, the players. True. Okay, so yeah, one season. They get one through the season. Yeah, nah, that sounds about right. <laughs> They'll ironically be the one and done league. <laughs> After all of this, they will be one and done. There are eight teams. Eight teams. Eight instead of four. They okay. doubled their. They doubled Shoot. your number, bro. Killing it. L.A., New York, Philly, Houston, Dallas, Chicago, Seattle, and Atlanta. So which one is LeBron going to? He's going to go to the L.A. team. I want him to go to the Seattle. Play team. with Mello. I wanted to be like I wanted to bring professional basketball back to Seattle, and this was the best way. <laughs> The big baller league. It's just LeBron. <laughs> just LeBron and a bunch of dudes. He's like, I need to win rings, man. I gotta, I gotta I like catch a season to stick. So I need rings. Nobody's beating the, the Warriors. <laughs> I'm just getting titles. Be like your dad playing in the backyard against like you and all five of your friends, and he still dunks on that like six foot hoop over everybody. Yes. Swats everybody into the stands. I would watch this. I would, I would watch this. So that would get me to tune in. It'd be awesome if each team, I mean, or one team each game had just uh, all-time LeBron. He just played all-time on both LeBron. teams. He just, he, it was LeBron on both teams. It was four on four, but each team also got LeBron. 
Yes. That would be amazing. That would be fun to watch. I'd be I'm I'm on board. You we were talking it. about the Harlem Globetrotters. Gotta give this us gimmicks. Uh, <laughs> that would be way better than the Globetrotters. Oh yeah. Joe, do you want to ask that question, by the way? Let's throw that out to everybody. Joe had a question this week about the Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. If LeBron was to join the Washington Generals, would they finally beat the Globetrotters? Scott, what's your answer on that one? I said that the Generals could win the East with LeBron. <laughs> so not only would they win their first game in franchise history, they'll win the East. Here's the thing. No, they would lose. Even if LeBron was on the team. No, because it's fucking scripted. It's not real. Nah. Now, even... They got ballers. Because if you let them play, if you let the Globetrotters play the Generals, like straight up, not throwing confetti and shit, the Generals are going to win a game. Well, yeah. So it doesn't matter about LeBron. Adding LeBron under the current rules, it's a loss. Every time still. Nah. Yes, they're when, not going to change the script. The one in the well, East. They, well, yeah, because the East sucks. So that's fine. yeah, that's, that's a that's, fair point. That's what yeah. I'm actually saying is that <laughs> the generals, the Lebrons, the, the generals yeah. can win. But the they East. still lose to the Globetrotters because it's still fa- they play the Globetrotters in the finals and lose. Oh okay. yeah, well, <laughs> they also lose to the Warriors in the NBA finals. <laughs> uh, didn't the generals like? I think they just add random dudes from the town that they're in to play in that game. I'm pretty sure that's how they do it. Like they have a couple guys that tour around, but then they'll just bring in like here's a better from here's the a town. better question. What about the if we bring back the the defunct A and one league and mm. skip to my Lou and, and all those boys back? Yeah, would they team up with LeBron and win? Rafer Alston was an NBA player. He played in the they got the East. They got the East. They got the East. (laughs) Fair enough. As long as we've baseline established that four other dudes on LeBron can take the East. All right. Fair enough. Uh, JB says the feed's a little laggy. Sorry, JB. You know, that's that's what happens with the internet, man. Sometimes it gets laggy. We're doing our best here. Uh, should we do white motherfucker while we're waiting for uh, white motherfucker? Him? Another thing we haven't done in a while. Let's do it. Well, we did it last week, but kind of. Oh, we did a brief. Yeah, yeah, we did a question. Yeah, to, we to did all a of us because the, the dudes from Fifty West were all about that idea when we told them about it. They were white excited. They were like, that. "I'm in. Let's do it." Yeah. And then Joe had to come in with a super hard question about all the members of Wu Tang Clan. Oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. I knew I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, man, stop talking, so I can say ODB." Up, oh, he said ODB. I'm out. All right, see you guys. Red man, Method man. <laughs> All right. So the last time we really did white motherfucker, I got the question right. Apparently, mm-hmm. which I didn't know until just before the show. Uh, so I will ask you the question. Uh, if you get it right, I have to do a shot of hypno. If you get it wrong, you have to. Drink a really warm, disgusting Smirnoff ice that's been sitting down here in the basement since our 100th episode. In the song Regulate by Warren G. and Nate Dogg, mm-hmm. what is the street corner where Warren G. got jacked? Are you fucking kidding me? Two Are one you- Two one and Lewis. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no, thank you. I had thank to you. sing it in my head. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. You're, you're oh, sitting there man, like, was... and that was I, I didn't say anything because, and oh, usually that means I didn't have anything. But yeah. I was, I was literally reciting the lines in my head. I'm like, all right, I'll just get to the part in my head. I'm like, okay. A hook's a left on two yes. one and Lewis. <laughs> uh, hmm. And you are the white motherfucker. Yep, uh, I'm proud of you, man. I, Fair I enough. Really you did. You did say it was an easier one, and that was. But again, I just had to get there in my head. I just, yep. I was sitting there, <laughs> just hit the. <laughs> yeah, 
I gotta do. You motherfucker, man. You, you white mayonnaise. <laughs> Boom. Joe coming with the crucial All right. Well, that means I got to do a shot of him now, and you are back to asking the questions. Which is really forward. more pressure. Yeah, it is. It's more it's of a pain in the to ass come to come up with the question. Oh, hypno is still disgusting. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially after that. Did you forget from beer. last week? Yep, Although, sure did. we used to, that was how we used to do when we did hypno in, in college, was hypno and orange juice. So I wonder, with the beer, will hypno might, might not be too bad as a chaser? Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> it's, still, it's still that disgusting hypno flavor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's not much in drowns it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently the, the live feed is lagging. Sorry, everybody. Uh, we'll, we'll get that fixed for next week. Uh, do you guys want to talk about some NBA free agency rumors? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, you hear the whales? That's the sound of the whales. <laughs> the whales are in studio with us. All right, so uh, Stephen A. Smith said today on First Take. Made all the waves. Uh, yeah, he said that apparently LeBron reached out to Kevin Durant uh, and said that uh, LeBron texted Durant and said, hey, you want to come play with me in L.A.? And that set the world on fucking fire. Um <laughs> Uh, everything was good to go for uh, LeBron now to go to L.A. That's one of his landing spots that people are talking about anyways. Paul George is opting out. Trade talks between Kawhi, or between the Spurs and the Lakers are heating up on Kawhi. So we have the makings of a super team in L.A. How pissed are you about that, Scott? Oh, <laughs> so pissed. Can we back up, though, for a second? Durant's not going, right? No. He's not going to no, go no, to no, L.A., no, no, right? No, There's not, no way. He's not leaving Golden State. There's no there's do you think no that, Do you think this whole text is bullshit? Like, do you think LeBron really did uh, oh, no, no. I mean, if, reach out to KD? I absolutely think that LeBron, you make the call. Why not, right? I mean, you have to, but just based on the fact that it could possibly happen. I mean, if you're LeBron, shoot your shot. But you go in. But doesn't that, that make LeBron look like a bitch to reach out to the the two-time at NBA this, Finals At this point, the MVP. line has been blurred as far as who's a bitch and teaming up and all that. Like, it, 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 there, I don't even like, know I think, all I think it's a, it, I think it's a really bad look for LeBron. I, 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 understand, I understand you need to team up with some superstars in order to I mean, beat really, State. But this has really that. become WWE when, it, when you think about it as far as these guys joining up. I mean, the, the baseline for bitchness... I mean, everybody said it was Kevin Durant, but then, I mean, everybody since then has done some variation of this. So was it really a bitch move what he did, or was it just ahead of everybody else? No, no, no. Well, my point being, if I'm LeBron, obviously, I'm, I think LeBron is very focused on trying to get this Jordan comparison where he is better than Michael Jordan. Right. And sending a text message to Kevin Durant to, hey, come team up with me in L.A., you're basically never going to get that comparison. I mean, I never. I mean, people are going to point to that all the time, where they're going to say people that he needed Kevin Durant, no matter what. Anyway, so I mean, I understand that. But if I, I'm LeBron, I just don't care. I, it's whatever it takes. I mean, the Cleveland hashtag, whatever it takes at this point. His <laughs> career is winding down. So you look around, and you think. Whatever I got to do to get more rings at this point, I keep getting to the finals and it, it doesn't work. You know, every now and then I have my, he's got three or four at this point. Rings? Yeah. Three. Three. Okay. I mean, so, but we all know he's lost a whole bunch of other ones. Screw it. Do whatever you got to do to try to figure out the, 
easiest way to get there. And if that's calling up somebody and teaming up with them who's currently on the team that you can't beat, then so be it. I mean, what what else has he got to lose at this point? All you're going to do, all, all that's going to, the worst that can happen is you keep getting these finals and keep losing, and that does the same exact thing to tarnish it. I mean, okay, but what's worse tarnish is, I guess, the question you're asking. Joining up with somebody like Kevin Durant or just sitting there and keep losing finals? Well, and that's what I, I guess that's my point. Like, because LeBron could potentially bring in. A, we're at a point in the NBA where you need more than just one superstar in order to beat Golden State. Minimum three. So nobody is nobody will dog him for having additional superstars come to Cleveland. Right. I take that back. Jordan Dick Riders will absolutely dog him because it'll be, Jordan never had to do it, and they'll totally forget the fact that Scottie Pippen is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Uh, but it'll be like, Jordan did it all himself. Because um, <laughs> that, that's just how that goes. So I think nobody would dog uh, LeBron to have a couple stars come to Cleveland. Nobody will, Nobody would shit on that. People will totally shit on LeBron and Kevin Durant going to L.A. to then challenge Golden State. I'm sure, but again, what what does it matter if you're if you're LeBron? Because gonna I, shit, I they're going to shit on you either right, way. But I think I think his legacy really matters to him. I think he's I, really worried about his legacy. I know. So I don't. The idea of reaching out to Kevin Durant makes no but, sense to him. But your legacy takes a hit. Either way, there's going to be some no, people I, that say, well, you had to go there and do it, and you won those rings, so I don't care about it. That's part of your legacy. Or there's going to be the people that just continue to, man, you lost all these finals, and that's a bigger hit on your legacy than you know the rings that you got. So it, it kind of doesn't matter. Like You're in a lose-lose situation. No matter what, there's going to be a fra- faction of people that disregard everything you did, so you might as well do what, what you've always tried to do, and that's win a ring, so whatever saying, it takes. You're saying, hey, hey LeBron, you do you. Yeah, I mean, I really am. Like, I've never had really a problem with LeBron except for the the decision I did. But after that, I got over it, and then I've never had a problem with LeBron. And at this point in his career, it's almost done. And uh, that's the crazy. All you're gonna, all LeBron's about to be 34 years old, man. He is not. This he's not gonna last too much longer. End. So he's got to do what he's got to do. How much longer do you think LeBron has at 34 years old? Now, the dude is still playing at a crazy level. Oh, no, level he's playing for at a crazy level. I mean, but eventually, Father Time wins. It, I mean, exactly. So you're looking at what? Another three years max? That would put you to 37. That would be crazy. How, uh, I'm just, and I'm not saying that once he hit 37, he couldn't still be productive, but I think you can get another three years at the level that we've right, come where he's to at expect. Now. Yeah. So how much and is that going to How much decline. is that gonna play into where he goes? Because I feel like whatever team takes LeBron is like, we, we got a small window with them. They're, the window know. is closing. I don't know. I think any team at, at this point is just knows exactly what they're getting, and they don't care about the, the future with them. They're like, all right, we got this year with LeBron, and we'll, we'll roll with it from there and figure, out, figure it out after that. Because even in this L.A. situation, the way the money is all – even if they could somehow trade for Kawhi, there's no guarantee. They could, I mean, in L.A. situation, they would literally be looking at we are a super max title contender this year, and then we'll figure out next year – However, it goes because they wouldn't be able to necessarily afford Kawhi Leonard. So right, and, and they don't care. LA just wants to be in the conversation and immediately be one of your finalists. So I, I don't think you're really looking at it in in terms of how how much longer does LeBron have left. You're just looking at it in terms of how much can we surround him with and get the guys that he wants to play with for next year. Can we win the title next year? Because if you can, if you get those guys and you can win that title in one year, whatever. Fuck it. it. We yeah. got it. Yeah, like we got it. I mean that and you beat Golden State, you know, obviously going through, you're like, nope, it doesn't matter. 
Like they, then, then you can start to worry about how much longer LeBron has left. But in that one year, they'd be like, it was totally worth whatever it took to get all of those pieces. All right, so let's let's play this out here. Kevin Durant stays in Golden State because we all think he's staying. Right? Absolutely. Nobody he's nobody thinks he's going he's to LA. So let's say LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George because he's also mm-hmm. doing his own version of the decision with whatever. his three part special <laughs> on ESPN. Uh, so those three, let's say those three, go out to LA. You've got Golden State is still Golden State, and you've got Houston is still Houston with Chris Paul and James Harden, uh, and that, that lineup. Who comes out of the West? Golden State. <laughs> what? Uh, Golden State. So you, fact, out of those you three don't teams. think anybody – Houston just pushed Golden State to seven games. You don't think anybody out of those three teams – or no. out of Houston or no. L.A. L.A. with LeBron, no. Kawhi, and Paul George, you don't think they even challenge Golden State? Challenge, sure. They they push it to six games. Jesus Christ, man! What? So you're saying there's no reason because to go out west then? That LA team, it, there almost isn't. But it's still you're like, I guess best shot you want to say the like, guy who said the guy who said team. LeBron is definitely going out west because hang on, hang on, let me finish this out. You said he's definitely going out west, and then today you said he needs to get his ring. He wants to get his ring any way he can. That's fine. Is now saying it doesn't matter. Nobody in the West would beat Golden State. So if if, if Kevin Durant stays where he's at and that team stays healthy, and no, okay. nobody's beating right. them. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I I see the the difference. Yeah, no, I mean we were saying if Kevin Durant went with LeBron and did all that, that's a different story. Then that changes the the narrative. But if Kevin Durant stays where he at and the Warriors stay exactly the way they are, nobody's beating him. I don't care what, what because and actually. I still think that the Lakers would be the third best team in that hierarchy because that that Lakers team would just be the three-headed monster and a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, they, it really would They be. won't have anything else, so they're not beating Houston. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at the same exact Western Conference Finals. Like, wow. Wow. All right, in the East, is it just Boston versus Philly, or does Toronto somehow sneak in there? <laughs> I had to ask. That's, that's, that's actually a, that would actually be a weird weird thing because the Rockets would or the the Raptors would be super excited. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it'd be a three three headed monster race out there, all battling to see who's ever going to get to lose to the Warriors. <laughs> Joe, you're the the NBA expert in the group. Do you think Scott's assessment here is accurate that it doesn't matter if LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George all go out to LA, they are the third best team in the West. They would probably be the third best team. Um so I would say whoever is the two seed would have the better chance of making it out of the Western Conference Finals because they would play somebody lesser. So whoever is the one seed is going to get that LeBron team. If that happens, they'd be exorbitantly more tired probably than the two seed, whoever they get. Um, and then it would just come down to who plays better. Wow. Do you think Houston could beat Golden State? Yes, I thought so this year. That's true. He did. He did I was going to say, I, I would hope he wouldn't back out now. That'd be kind <laughs> well, of I don't know. Maybe he watched and was like, no, yeah, I was wrong. I'm glad you stuck to your guns there, Joe. Do you owe any more shots on that? You want to you wanna pay up yeah, some shots? Yeah, I owe two. All right, Joe owes two more shots to fire this one up. Uh, and and squ- Joe will be squared. He does owe a beer bong because he lost that Western Conference final bet. So we'll get you that. Joe, I'm just going to pour you a double here, fireball. Ooh-wee. Good luck with that one, brother. 
All right, Joe is now squared away on his uh, on his shots. Uh, we are actually you have five to give. I still. do. Shout out mm. to the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first one to win a bet on the show. Ah, None of us have right. won a bet that's... yet. All of us have lost. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You Thank went you. with like the easiest. Well, choice easiest, but I mean, I, again, I. You want to give people credit for never wavering? I said it last July you said, after you, you everything really was done with free agency. I never, never said anything other than Cavs Warriors. Warriors you want to you want to put a bet on before free agency and see if you? Oh no! Okay, uh, I, was, I tried. I, I figured that's my only shot. Oh, oh actually, you know what I do? Warriors. <laughs> Warriors are winning it all. Can we put it down right now? Yeah. What's got down for the Warriors? Put put, put me down an ink. Warriors win the title next year. Scott going with the Warriors before free agency even really kicks off. Uh, That's a ballsy move. Uh, Although you did just say that it doesn't even matter if the three best free agents. I just told you how it would play out. (laughs) Uh, Where do you guys think LeBron ends up? Uh, we had a bet on this, and I said in the you West. You said in the West, but do you, do you I still have a think specific LA. Yeah, I, I, I do. Unfortunately, I think it's LA. LA. Joe, where do you that think sucks. he's going? You still think he's going Cleveland? Yep, I think he's staying. I think he's going to opt out, and then he's going to sign another, uh, basically year. a two-year, but it'll be a one with a player option after the other one, and basically tell people you got basically a year, unless Cleveland can build something in this year, and go from there. Do you think Kawhi comes to Cleveland if LeBron does that? Uh, if Cleveland could get the trade. He would definitely. Because he's. I mean, it's not really up to Kawhi, but if Cleveland could put the packages, because the report is San Antonio is not looking to rebuild. They're looking to stay the same. So that would require Cleveland to probably give up a ransom. So Kevin Love, peace out, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of hard to stay the same if you're losing like one of right. the top three players. But I it's mean, not like he played last year. So that's true. The same. Say, you're saying stay the same. They want to stay competitive. This. They're not going to rebuild. I got you. Basically because it's going to be Tony Parker and Pop and Manu's like last run. They're so they wanna... How do you, uh, I mean, if you're the Spurs or any team in the West, how do you even handle this free agency? Because there's... I guess you try to get LeBron and hope yeah, that's, that's enough it. to beat Golden State, yeah. but otherwise, like that's got to be so fucking frustrating to be a team in the in the West. Meanwhile, every team in the East is just like, I hope LeBron fucking leaves. <laughs> I really hope LeBron goes out there's, west. Actually, I mean, there's quite a few teams that would have like a, a kind of legit shot. I mean, it, it, you're still looking at the ones you said: Boston Raptors and uh, Philadelphia. So, yeah, there's Philadelphia, um, but. I mean, the the ones slotted in right below there, they're not that far away from those guys. Like, there's a giant gap between them and Cleveland when you're talking about LeBron, but there's not quite a giant as giant of a gap between them and those other teams. Yeah. So, I mean, encouraged, I guess you could say. Like, you feel better about your chances. I mean, that's better than nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, because it, it's, hey, we have no hope, or hey, there's some hope. That's the way I feel. <laughs> They'd still all lose. But. All right. Well, let's uh, let's end some NBA talk. Let's move on to the World Cup. The other thing that's happening. This is such we're hitting that point in sports, man, where it's just we're fucking grasping at straws for shit to talk about. <laughs> like we're we just spent twenty minutes talking about scenarios if LeBron went to LA. That's no. that's where we're at in the sports world right now because nobody gives a shit about baseball. 
Uh, even even baseball fans don't. As I, I was going to say the a, link that Jim put in the group. That, <laughs> well, I mean, you've got two giant baseball fans here, and we're both just. Uh, and my team's playing well, and I mean, you're in first place. Yeah, your team's I, in first place. Don't get me wrong; I'm very excited, but at the same time, I'm still just. My team has won like ten of their last twelve, and I was like, "Huh, they have? Cool, that's pretty <laughs> neat." <laughs> I mean, I generally know what the Braves are doing on a day-to-day basis, but it's still, you know, it's baseball, and I, you know, I mean, I get excited when it gets closer to the end of the season. I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop for Atlanta, so. There's that. I think they'll be but fine. They're playing with house money. So I think they'll be all I'm right. enjoying the ride, but I could see them staying through, but I just, they're a year ahead of, ahead of what I thought they would be, so this is all just fun for me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like, going to be disappointed if all of a sudden they tank. It would, it would suck if I, they, I just started watching Losing Baseball every day, but it would be, all right, well, I thought next year would be kind of the year that launched everything anyway, so this is just a year out of schedule. It's pretty impressive what they're doing, and the Reds are have completely turned it around under Riggleman. That team, they're almost, I think they might be playing 500 ball now under Riggleman. They, I thought I was the one that always thought Brian Price was getting a raw deal uh, in Cincinnati. I was like, he can't be that. He's He's been dealt a raw, a, a raw deal. He's... Fucking, he's not the one doing this. The pitching is terrible. Mm-hmm. Nobody can hit. And then he gets fired, and all of a sudden, they're playing super well. Like, it almost makes you feel like if Riggleman was there all year, the Reds might actually be in the mix in the Central. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, sometimes things just... It's one of those shake-up things that Boyle put it. Boyle put it best. He said the Reds look like they're having fun, and they never looked like they were having fun under Price. And That's he's true. right. They, it's a totally different mentality that you're seeing from that team. But, I mean, sometimes that just happens when you're talking about the voice that's been there, you know, price right. was there for a few years and, uh, and under a bunch of losing teams there towards the end. And sometimes you just need a switch. Yeah. I mean, nobody thinks that Riggleman is the answer long term. I hope, I hope that fans aren't starting to think maybe this Riggleman thing will work out. Cause that's full. They're totally good. They're totally I know. They're absolutely yeah, thinking that. Are so yeah, dumb. They're dumb. But I mean, it's nice. I, I mean, when you when you when you lose that bad to start the season and things look completely hopeless, it's nice to all of a sudden turn things around and hey, worth watching. Yeah, I keep thinking back to what Bronson said, where he was like, "Those guys are just focusing on the last couple of games mm, and yeah. that, and they're having fun with that." Craft Root Sports, who's this? Hey, it's Scott. Hey, Scott, hey, what's, up, what's Scott? up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? I don't think there's any chance of this actually happening, but. What I'd like to see would be LeBron signing with Boston and Boston trading Kyrie to the Lakers. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off if that happened. So, <laughs> so let, awesome. let's have Kyrie and Paul George and Kawhi or whatever they want to do go be the three in L.A. and let LeBron go join Boston. <laughs> and tell me that wouldn't be fun. All right, Scott, hang on. If LeBron goes to Boston, minus Kyrie, he's got Gordon Hayward there. Um, he's got a good Al young, a good, yeah, good young lineup. Do they beat Golden State? <laughs> Scott, do they beat Golden State? I'd say no. I was waiting on the other oh, okay. guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh, I, don't, hell no. I know his answer. I know <laughs> his answer. Know. You can ask this but guy. All right, it's LeBron, Jesus Christ. I chance of anybody. I mean, you'd have Hayward, Tatum. You'd have LeBron. Horford would still be playing there. I mean, you'd have you'd have Smart and uh, Brown coming off the bench. They might. Hmm. 
Uh, well, I I like the way you think, and uh, I kind of wouldn't mind to see that. Uh, I'd be all right seeing LeBron in, in Celtics green. <laughs> Joe just threw up a little bit in his mouth. <laughs> he, he just, Joe's face right there was just like, no, nah, that's disgusting. Scott, I appreciate the call, yeah. man. All right, well, I just wanted to throw that one out there. All right, cheers, buddy. Good hearing from you, man. I'll take it easy, guys. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I think I know who is beeping in there. Uh, so, uh, yes, uh, Jim, it is open. You just called in while somebody was calling, so quit being a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we squeezed in some baseball talk. I'm kind of proud of us that we squeezed in some baseball talk in there. Yeah. Uh, World Cup, have you watched anything? I know you have, you have been no. anti-World Cup. Without I've seen highlights. I've seen stuff on as it comes through on Twitter. I, I through osmosis, I generally know what's going on, but I haven't sat down and watched a single minute. Roma Lou Lukaku. I'm fine. With is that. a beast right he, now. I, I've heard so <laughs> many more things, <laughs> he, which is so Belgium, funny because if Belgium we had rolled never, through their group, if we had never done that story about that song, he's just another <laughs> guy, and I wouldn't know. But all of a sudden, that song took yep. him to this level of. <laughs> hero, <laughs> at least for the show. Him and his 24-inch penis <laughs> just scoring all the goals for Belgium. Man, uh, but but he's a baller. They went undefeated in group play. They beat England today, so they've moved through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got... There There were some kind of shakeups. Obviously, Germany getting bounced early was a, a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Argentina almost got uh, bounced. They snuck through. Out. Really? You, yeah. Why? Um, you're just not a Messi fan? Yeah, I, I, I don't like Messi. I've oh. never been a Messi guy. So I've never cared. Like when when people I, talk about the like the goat discussion between uh, Ronaldo and Messi, I'm always just I like, always lean. Huh, who gives a shit? It, well, because I've only seen them play. I guess really in World Cup play, but every time I'm like, how is there even a debate? Ronaldo seems hands down better to me. I mean, I mean the knock on Messi is. Basically the same lo- the same knock on LeBron. He doesn't get it done on the big stage. He doesn't win that, enough on the big stage. But that's fine. It's just even when I watch him play, though, Ronaldo just seems like the more dynamic, exciting player. There's just something about Messi that's just boring to me. I don't know. I'm just no. I don't see anything special when I watch him. Whereas Ronaldo, I'm like that looks like a guy. I mean, yeah, just, uh, it's, Ronaldo. It's unreal. He's he's kind of it's it is kind of crazy to watch him play. It's it's very ridiculous. Like he stands out. Like my <laughs> eyes are drawn to Ronaldo every time I see, you know, him play or whatever. I'm just like, "Damn, he's that good." Yeah. Like it, whereas Messi sometimes he kind of gets lost in the games when I see him. I mean, it, it there'll be long stretches where it's just like, "Is he still out there?" Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess he is, but I don't know. To me, he just disappears more than Ronaldo, so. Uh, do you have any, I mean, you haven't really been watching. Do you have any predictions on who you want to see win it? Uh, or do you just, you don't give a shit whatsoever about the World Cup? the U.S.? I mean, I, I'm just rooting for good games. I mean, that, and the games I'm, have been I'm good. rooting for good games that I haven't watched. No, but I mean, <laughs> I, 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 don't want, I don't like when I hear, oh, well, there was a big old blowout. I mean, that's, that's no fun. But I mean, yeah, I haven't watched the games, but eh, as long as they're close. <laughs> that, means, that means that people are talking about it. So <laughs> go for it. I have no predictions other than that somebody will win the World Cup. I will say I'm disappointed. And it won't be Germany. I'm disappointed that Iceland didn't make it through. I really wanted to see that team go through just because of the story. Yeah. The fact that those dudes like had to ask permission from work to go play in the World Cup. Their coach is a dentist that's like, 
yeah, I guess I could coach, whatever. <laughs> and that the whole country was on board. They had 99% television audience for Whoa. Iceland's first World That's Cup. That's crazy. Game. Yeah. Basically, every person that has a TV in Iceland was watching that first World Cup game. And even some that don't. Yeah. 99%. <laughs> um, Mexico was a team that's getting knocked because they sort of backed in because of the, the play today. But they also enough. beat Germany. Yeah. But they have a shitty draw for the knockout round. They played Brazil in the first round mm. of the knockout round. So I think that could be tough for, uh, for Mexico. There was some drama that happened um, with Tim Howard about... Uh, what? Was it Tim Howard? No, it was Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan came out uh, for an ad saying that he was cheering for Mexico. Like, cheer for uh, USA's not in in this. Cheer for Mexico. Oh, okay. Like an alternative team. Yeah. And people ripped him to fucking shreds for it because US soccer fans are trying to manufacture this rivalry with Mexico to make it seem like, ah, no, you can't cheer for them. There are rivals. uh, And it's, yeah, it's basically this whole manufactured thing. It's not like, It'd be well, different if Mexico back, was back the up, reason though, why U.S. didn't make it into the World Cup. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I, wasn't Mexico one of the teams that beat us, though, prior to us getting knocked out? Like, I think during qualifications or whatever, I remember them losing to it's Mexico. It's possible, but, but U.S. fucking... They lost I think everybody. They, they so lost to Trinidad matter. and Tobago yeah, that, exactly. that was the reason why they didn't make it in. I just have very good respect for soccer fans because all these fake football fans are like, hey, vote for conference lines once (laughs) bowl play comes around. That's a good point. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck them. (laughs) I'm with Joe. I I mean, I guess I just don't see, like, Mexico's a fun team to watch. They're a fun team to play for. I like their goalie. Uh, It's kind of weird to just have this fake rivalry with There's them. a reason why we have 90% of the games in that fucking Olympics and World Cup or whatever that's coming up in eight years. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> Joe, hit the, hit the air horn for yourself, please. Thank you. That was the hottest take that you'll hear on this show. Joe just went full on MAGA on us. <laughs> Joe, uh, I, I mean, all it was, all it was, wait, all it was. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a reason why, goddammit, it, we fucking <laughs> built that wall. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I just thought it was a, a funny take. You can't, you can't play in the U.S. There's a reason why we got eighty percent of the game. For the record, going to be a giant fucking wall. For the record, I was thinking you went full on Scotty doesn't know. I was like, that was a rant worthy of hitting, hitting the Scotty doesn't know I'm, music. I'm disappointed that you didn't cut to the wide, wide angle for that because that was a perfect time for you to be wide angle on camera, fucking railing against Mexico. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. Uh, all right, quick soccer take. Hope Solo this week said that the issue with U.S. soccer and the reason why we're not making the World Cup and the reason why U.S. soccer sucks compared to everybody else in the world is because soccer is a rich white kid sport. What? That's her quote. She said it's a rich white kid sport and uh, families have to spend around $15,000 and that's why... Go home, hope you're drunk. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but she, she basically said... Uh, Poor Hispanic communities, black communities, rural communities, they can't afford to play uh, in these leagues. And that's why like those kids are just like, well, then I'm not going to play soccer. And we are killing our own sport by just having rich white kids play it. 
was essentially the take from Hope Solo. Uh, it's just a weird thing to say. It's a super weird thing to say. I, well, I mean, because the whole premise of soccer and why it is so successful in these other countries and, you know, some of these smaller and third world countries and a lot of it, it's because poor people can play it all the time and they play it from a young age. But that's what, so that's what Hope Solo is saying is she's saying it is a very cheap sport. Right. Compared to football, baseball, where you got just need the ball and the shin guards, you're good to go. Right. But she's saying that these leagues that are developing the the good players and these top of the line players and the travel teams and the coaches that you need to hire, it's just too expensive. And it's surprise, surprise, an organization making money off the backs of athletes. Because they're just charging a shitload for these kids to get the the coaching they need to move up, play in the college ranks, and eventually make it onto the national team. It's the old welcome to America. And if you look at – so if you look at our national team, there's a lot of fucking white guys on that team. There's a lot of white dudes. Yeah. So maybe she's not that far off. But let's hit them with the code words. They play with grit. (laughs) (laughs) They're scrappy. They're really, they're really intelligent players. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're heady guys, heady guys. For soccer, is scrappy fake fall on the ground? <laughs> Joe is on fire tonight. <laughs> Give it up for Joe, everyone. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I guess when you look at the demo of U.S. It's a, soccer, we got a super white team, man. Pretty white, but... And that's not what our country is made up of. We're not... Like I mean, I guess there's a lot of white people in in America, but I'm saying like, <laughs> they're, they're totally. <laughs> That's not how our country's made. They're just the majority. <laughs> about that fucking hot take, Ooh. America is it just white people? <laughs> there's other people besides white people. Our team, though, seriously, is like a bunch of white dudes. There was uh, for a while one of the best defenders was a kid from Notre Dame, rich white kid. I mean. I mean, well, and maybe that's why we keep losing. I think. It, I think. <laughs> I mean, as crazy as Hope Solo's statement is, and how it's yeah. totally geared to just there could be some underlying some, truth. I think she might be right. Yeah, uh, and we talked about you know a little bit before the show about AAU and how there's obviously a cost mm-hmm. for that, and clearly some poor families can can afford that. But you guys pointed out. That's just shoe companies funding that shit. Yeah. Those no, families aren't paying for that. Ooh. Maybe that's what we need. We need Adidas to fucking start pumping some money into these club soccer teams. Uh, to I can't believe that they don't already, though. You would think, but you would think with the, the surge in popularity in soccer, I think it just comes down to at the pro level, there's not money to be made. Yeah. There's not enough money in MLS for shoe companies to really invest like they, like they do for the NBA. The NBA is a fucking cash cow, yeah. but there's, there's, it's no comparison to the MLS. So there's no advantage for them to pump that money into this travel teams and these you know AAU-style soccer clubs, so they don't do it. And then we're left with fucking Landon Chad and, and the, guys named Landon. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we just fucking losing the... We can't even qualify for the World Cup. Uh, Hope Solo, I... I they get started off calling her crazy bitch and instead, yeah. You know what? You might be totally right. convinced. <laughs> convinced ourselves that she was right. <laughs> oh, well, that's solid. Joe, you look like you're looking something up over there. You got to drop in. So there's a uh, breakdown from Soccer America that says um, this was from 2015 that costs 
for one family for one whole year. This was like a private, like AAU soccer traveling team was seventeen five. Holy fuck, man! That's a that's one kid. Can you imagine if you have more than one kid to, playing? They had to buy their own cleats and gear since they're not sponsored, which was twelve hundred dollars. Um, private lessons. If they ever did private lessons, it was thirty dollars an hour. Yeah, so if you wanted your kid to be good, it'd be fifteen hundred. And then they pay for their own travel and their own hotels if they want to travel outside. They only play, pay for the player. So if you're a parent and you want to go, um, so then Jesus, so it, it came out to be about seventeen thousand five hundred dollars in 2015. So three years ago, that's how much it was. That's and it's only gone up since then. You have to imagine that's fucking crazy, man. Family and that's one kid. Can you imagine yeah. if you have two kids who are good and you're trying to get that. You're dropping fucking forty thousand dollars a year on your kid's soccer. That's in, not even possible. In the hopes that they get a college scholarship right. where you have to pay thirty five thousand dollars a year. Fuck it, man. Like, <laughs> like at that point, just pay for college. That's insane. It's a it soccer is the rich white guy sport. Damn. Everybody wants to talk about lacrosse being the rich white kid sport. It's fucking soccer, man. That's crazy. Hope solo. As nuts as she is, is a hundred percent right. Damn it! I, I always thought that golf was the rich white man's sport. Well, I mean, that's I, the, it still is. That's, but that's the old. I guess I didn't. Yeah, I, just, I didn't realize how <laughs> how elitist soccer had gotten like, overnight. It makes you wonder how it's ever going to grow in popularity in this country. If but that's, that's what's weird. It is growing in popularity. Like it still I don't is a, a very how, popular because if, sport because that's generally how it goes. If you can't afford to play it, you go do something else. Then well, hang on. That's that's the the elite level. You can still afford to go play it. Like they still have the leagues that are right. are dirt cheap to join, and you know, like the CYO leagues are not that expensive. And oh, no, you play in grade school, and it you're you're paying yeah. whatever the school charges. So I don't think it's that expensive for an average player. That's crazy. But if you want to get good, fuck man. So in 2010, Forbes did a the price of raising a golf star. It was sixty a year. $60,000. Compared to the a 20? Year for golf. For you. you ever, you compared ever, to the 20 for soccer. You ever seen the, the documentary on Netflix, uh, The Short Game? No. Well worth the watch. Yeah? It's like dads and moms who are focusing, like trying to make Get their, their kids, kids golf, be the next golf. Tiger Woods. They, they did it for a, a season on, I think it was like, I don't even know what station it was, but there was a, a TV series on it, but it's all based on this documentary on Netflix. Dude, it's so worth Speaking it. Speaking of documentaries on Netflix, holy shit. new season of uh, the uh, Last Chance You is coming back. Oh, but they're shit. moving but to new. Place. I was gonna yeah. say, there's no more buddy. Well, that's because well, the, the once that uh, the lady left. Yeah, I know she that, that was, was the appeal. Like Buddy was, she fine was like the star. Watch, but of yeah, the, everybody the show, really watched yeah. it for the lady that we can't remember. That's who. <laughs> that's who was really the, the star academic that. advisor. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. She's, she's the one. She was the star of the show. <laughs> you know, one of those, like one of the uh, the running back uh, that had a bunch of issues this last season. He got signed by the Bears. Did he really? Yeah, Good like for him. I think undrafted free agent by the bears right after the draft though. I remember like seeing and I was like, Oh geez, I, he, you know, because that, that was the headline last chance you star signs with bears or whatever. And I looked, I'm like, Oh, I mean, I recognize him. That was the, the running back. And I can't remember if it was the first season or second season, but I think it was the second season because 
he was sitting there. No, the second season one. <laughs> no, that was the one that had the brother. And they had the brother. <laughs> no, it was the first season. <laughs> yes. No, it just jogged my memory. I was like, oh, wait, no, wait. That second dude ended up in a, a bunch of trouble. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that kid still at Auburn, the quarterback, or is he gone? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not uh, sure because I I think he was a redshirt sophomore when he went there, so he would have had another year. So I maybe this would be his last year of eligibility, I guess. Mm. So I he guess got I'm, in a little bit when he played at Auburn. I think that's the most fun part of Last Chance U is to see those guys, and then like the season ends, and you're like, oh, I get to look, I get to watch that dude at Auburn this season, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Wherever I mean, I'll watch playing. the new season, obviously. I'll totally watch the I new love season. The show. It's a fantastic show. Uh, but short game, watch that one. Because okay. it's just, it's parents where you're just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> they spend so much goddamn money on their kids. It's on time. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which is just as crazy. valuable. And, and I'm just sitting here like, man, my sons are not going to play any sports. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Consumer Canada. Oh, wait, Joe's... This is just some goddamn bullshit, and you boys know that. (laughs) Did we miss a phone call? (laughs) The line went straight to voicemail. It didn't even ring, I guess, so... Mm. Oh, wow. All right. uh, That was the voicemail. Let's uh, let's hit it again. (laughs) Sorry, Drew. This is just some goddamn bullshit, and you boys know that. (laughs) He hit us with goddamn, too. G-O-T-D-A-M. Goddamn. Um, all right, well, let's get into Consumer Candy. You can close down the phone lines now. I was wondering why nobody was calling in. We had we had the one missed call, and then... Yeah, I figured JB was going to try to call again. I'm just going to blame it on the streaming issues. That's what I'm blaming it on. Sure. Um, all right, anyways, Consumer Candy brought to you, as always, by Tavor. This week's beer, we have O-Juice, which is a double IPA from Three Magnets Brewing. Uh, let's throw it to Joe first. Because Joe never gets to go first on these. Joe, consume it or can it? This is a big old consume. <laughs> nah, I mean, he's right, though. He really I, is. I, I said that from the first sip, that there was no way that this beer wasn't going to stay. And it, it stayed true to the last drop. It's fantastic. I have no idea. I am so mad that we only got one of these. I have no idea where that orange taste comes from. Because the fact that there's like no orange put in the brewing process, but the, the hops come together to still make this citrus orange flavor is the craziest fucking well, thing let, to let, me. Let me ask you this. Is it more mind-blowing the orange flavor, or is it more mind-blowing that there's no bitterness from the hops? Because I can't reconcile, nah, that's either, pretty, that's I pretty can't reconcile yeah. either one. I mean, yeah. they really are both fucking with me. They've got this orange flavor, no oranges, and, and all the hops and no hop flavor. Right. That's the crazy thing. There's like five different hops in here. <laughs> you can't taste and, any And it's like, I don't taste any hops. It's a, Dude, it's such a good beer. Uh, consume the shit I, out of this one. Uh, the the this, downside is this is a beer that people can't really find. I was it just going to say, it where was did a, you even get this? You can't. They did this as... Uh, you can get uh, it on... Uh, it was on Tavor, so just keep an eye on Tavor. There you as, go. Uh, <laughs> Tavor.com. <laughs> but this was, a, this was a special brew because it was a, somebody's tap room, some... Tap room in Washington. It was their third anniversary, so they brewed this in conjunction with that tap room. So it was like a special brew. It's not even rated on rate beer because not enough people have had it. Wow, that's crazy. But it is so fucking good. If you, I, if I'm, 
I'm like really. If you happen to see this, even though this is is a little old at this point, because no, if uh, you happen to see this, get it and mail it to us. Fuck yourself. <laughs> like you don't get to drink it. You see it and you mail it to us. Because I'm I am blown so away. Mad. I'm blown away I'm by the fact that these hops come together and give this orange flavor that shouldn't be there, and it's it's so good. Uh, consume. 100%. All the way. Uh, One of been... the best beers we've ever had. <laughs> it Seriously. Really, it really is. It, like, it really is. When, when you, you know, you tell, when you give me a description of a beer and I go in and I'm like, all right, well, it's a double IPA, you know, it's supposed to taste like orange. Uh, we'll see. This is probably going to be a shitty night, but uh, I'll <laughs> suffer through because, you know, for the show and for science. But wow, for science. Yeah. Let's I, do this. I'm we bad. didn't, we didn't do this last week with the 100 IBU beer, uh, but. How many brushes for this one? None. Yeah, none. Yeah, yeah, no brushes. This is this is the one where you brush your teeth and you feel weird afterwards because you have orange juice. And I was just gonna say it. I was just it's thinking like a like, weird flavor. That, that might be even worse because <laughs> it's the beer that tastes like zero juice. brushes. Yes. <laughs> Negative brushes on this one. <laughs> this has been consumer oh, cannon brought to you by Tavor. Uh, man, fan fucking. What a great beer. I think we have one more IPA in the bunch. Uh, over there that we'll we'll do next week. And There's then, no way uh, it's out doing this. Right, and it's a double. It's a double <laughs> IPA. That's the beers that you are like. I won't wash my <laughs> I driveway. Wash my driveway. Away. That's still the quote. Yeah. Yeah. And this one killed it, man. O juice, so fucking good. Uh, all right, Joe, are you ready to do the uh, the poll update for for today? I haven't voted yet. Let me go in and vote this week. Scott, go ahead and do the. Uh, let us know who the nominees are so that I can vote real quick. Uh, recapping, the nominees are the friend of Hanley Ramirez who outed him for being a drug kingpin. But wait, Hanley isn't actually a drug kingpin, so his friend just completely lied. <laughs> your, your second nominee was Lawrence Taylor who decided he wanted to give out life advice after smoking crack for most of his life. And fucking a 16-year-old girl. And that. Um, and saying that Jameis <laughs> Winston... Oh, and that. Yeah, yeah, and saying that Jameis Winston needed to make better life decisions decisions so those were your two nominees for motherfucker of the week and joe wait hang on we got to give our our options. oh we got to give our text yeah who All is right. who's your pick the friend i mean seriously i i just want to say mike as being the most famous person you know if you ever out me for being a drug kingpin i will murder you wait and i know bronson yeah i do know Shit. bronson trumped if you ever rat out <laughs> bronson i will kill you for <laughs> for having done that. That makes you a shitty kind of friend of Bronson Royal. But no, seriously, I mean, I I can't imagine somebody doing that. Could you imagine the FBI calling you up and saying, hey, we got this guy here, and he says you're a drug kingpin. Who is this guy? Oh, he's one of my good friends? What the f- Is it a good friend, though, or is it just a dude that knows oh, well, you? I don't know. I mean, Because that's the thing. thing. A dude that knows you, then I mean, I guess it's less offensive. But Right. I did. We don't know how close this guy was to Hanley Ramirez, right? So. Uh, and that's why I. So I. I agree. It's a shitty fucking thing to do on this guy's part. But, but. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Kobe uh, defense on this one. Kobe raped a girl. I will always pick Kobe. LT, I knew as many times as you brought it up. That's the LT. Way you're fuck going. a 16 year old girl. Yeah, uh, LT is my motherfucker of the week because he, <laughs> he fucked a 16 year old girl. Man, he tried to say, "Oh, she was 19." 
I know it has nothing to do with what happened this week. And <laughs> it has nothing to do with James at all. But nothing, Moving on. But LT is my vote. Joe, give us your tiebreaker. I know breaker. I lost this. That's I understand. Joe, I give us your tiebreaker. Uh, I vote with the people, and that 88% said Hamlet. <laughs> Refresh that. Refresh that again. Oh, no, it, it's there. It's 88%. <laughs> oh, mine says 92. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, it's a runaway for Hanley's friend. <laughs> your vote. Is uh, the one that changed it to eighty eight? Oh, wait! How the so oh, you're okay. you're one of three people who voted for LT. <laughs> <laughs> you're in good company. You goddamn right. The fucking child rapist. All right. Jesus, <laughs> this has been a good. Uh, this is a good two man show back, three man show back. We're uh, we're it's, it's, original playbook. It's weird to be back to this. It I mean, is. we had the hundredth episode. There's been so many guests on this, but. Show. It's not going to stay like this forever. Next week, hell no. Next week we'll have a normal show. We might have a uh, phone interview with uh, Courtney Love, uh, so tune in for that. But the week after that, July twelfth, we are going with another road game. Fretboard yes. Brewing. We're going to be live at Fretboard Brewing in uh, <laughs> in Blue Ash, uh, Ohio. So make sure you guys make your plans now. Clear out your calendar. The drunk come line. Join us. The drunk line will be an extra microphone sitting there. So come hang yeah. out. Uh, if you were mad because you didn't get on the show tonight. Or call next week, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll open it up again yeah. next week. Uh, but yeah, July 12th at Fredboard Brewing. Uh, so be sure to uh, make your plans to come out for that. Uh, this has been Craft Brew Sports. You guys can follow us at Craft B Sports. You can follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. You can hit us up on Instagram. Glenn is fucking Killing it yeah, on shout Instagram. out to GP. Uh, so make sure you're following us and you're getting all them sweet memes that Glenn is putting out there. <laughs> so uh, many memes. You, you can hit us at uh, at Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much. Cheers, everybody. We out. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.